Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Kristen St. John, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is March 31st, 2021, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me today is my team member, Shamal Shepard. Did you know Janie B. Gear was a powerful activist and founder of Park West Health Center in Baltimore, Maryland? Check out the latest NAC blog on her legacy and activism. Go to blog.nac.org. You can also go back and read about all of the community health centers, heroes, and highlighted during this month's Women's History Month. Shamal, what's going on on the Hill? Hey, Kristen. The Department of Health and Human Services will invest over $6 billion into community health centers, expanding COVID-19 vaccinations, testing, and treatment, delivering healthcare services to populations at higher risk for COVID-19, and expanding CHC's operational capacity. Health Resources and Services Administration, or HRSA, will provide funding for the $7.6 billion allocated in the American Rescue Plan starting April 2021, and shared how funds will be distributed and the allowable uses. The remaining $1.5 billion of the $7.6 billion for community health centers from the American Rescue Plan will cover lookalikes, primary care associations, national training and technical assistance partners, health center controlled networks, and COVID-19-related construction money. A timeline has not yet been announced for the rollout of the remaining funding. This one-time funding for two years of performance will support community health centers to prevent and respond to COVID-19 and enhance community health center services and infrastructure. In total, HRSA is awarding over $6 billion to support 1,376 community health centers and host a Q&A session on Thursday, April 8, 2021 at 1 p.m. Eastern. Please see the NAC statement on recent health center funding announced on Thursday, March 25th at NAC.org. Also on the Hill, Senators Jackie Rosen and Susan Collins introduced the Maximizing Outcomes Through Better Investments in Life-Saving Equipment, or Mobile, for Healthcare Act. This bipartisan bill would provide greater flexibility for grants to community health centers by expanding the allowable use criteria in the new Access Points Grants Program. The criteria will include part-time mobile clinics and renovation, acquisition and new construction of health centers within the program to increase access to affordable, accessible, quality healthcare services in rural and underserved communities. NAC supports the legislation and we encourage PCAs to encourage your senators to co-sponsor it. Senators can sign on by emailing Ryan Taylor in Senator Rosen's office at ryan underscore taylor at rosen.senate.gov or Amy Pellegrino in Senator Collins' office at amy underscore pellegrino at aging.senate.gov. You can find their email addresses in your Washington update. As appropriation seasons progresses, NAC continues to push for a fiscal year 2022 $2.2 billion appropriations request to support CHCs. The urgency of this funding is heightened by PCAs and health centers submitting appropriations requests and encouraging members of Congress to sign on to the FY22 CHC appropriation letter, in addition to NAC's advocacy. PCAs, as you fill out the appropriation request forms to your members, please fill out the spreadsheet located in your Washington update, letting NAC know which offices you have contacted. You can find detailed instructions on how to fill out the appropriations forms there. Please email any questions to the NAC Federal Affairs team at federalaffairs at NAC.org. And lastly, the Biden administration also announced that health centers participating in the Federal Health Center COVID-19 vaccine program could expand eligibility to populations in the advisory committee on immunization practices, 1C eligibility tier, including essential frontline workers and people 16 years of age and older with high-risk medical conditions. President Biden also announced additional measures to expand vaccine access, including distributing doses to 20,000 more local pharmacies by April 19, 2021 
setting up an additional 12 federal mass vaccination sites and providing $100 million in funding to vaccinate older adults and people with disabilities. The administration is expanding the federal retail pharmacy program from 17,000 to nearly 40,000 pharmacies to have a vaccine site within five miles of 90% of Americans by April 19th. Kristen, is there anything else going on in the state policy side of things? Due to the continued uncertainty around COVID-19, Congress has extended access to a 30-day special enrollment period, or SCP, through August 15, 2021. For more information or to enroll, just visit healthcare.gov. Despite the Wyoming State Senate killing a Medicaid expansion bill on March 22nd due to a missed hearing, Governor Mark Gordon is now encouraging the Senate to debate a nearly identical bill passed by the House on March 24th. If passed by the Senate and signed by the governor, this bill will provide about 25,000 additional Wyomingites with health care coverage. Shamal, what's happening in the health centers? Thanks, Kristen. We just want to congratulate Brockton Neighborhood Health Center on a job well done. Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts recently visited Shaw Center of Brockton and commented on their COVID-19 vaccination clinic's efficiency. Markey stated that this is a model for the rest of the country. You can find an article in your Washington update. Kristen, do you have any learning opportunities for our listeners? The Social Determinants of Health Academy offers health center staff a breakthrough series of webinar and office hours where their faculty will help you break through the clutter to access resources, experts, and peer linkages. The series occurs in April and will equip participants with the tools needed to increase their competency in four core SDOH response strategies. Learn more or register for the series at the link in your Washington update. The SDOH Academy was founded by the National Center for Medical Legal Partnership and a HRSA-funded national training and technical assistant partner. Thank you, Kristen. And for our listeners, some quick reminders before we go. Your members of Congress are at home this week on recess, and if you run into them or have a chance for a formal meeting, please be sure to tell your unique health center stories. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. Also, make sure you are subscribed to our Washington Update and Bulletin so you can see more Health Center news and what we are reading. In order to keep up with all the upcoming advocacy events, visit hcadvocacy.org calendar. For further support, please feel free to email us at grassroots at nac.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening, stay safe and healthy, and we'll be back next week.